And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to The Green Room. Welcome, everyone, to In The Green Room. I'm Kinga. And I'm Chet. Hope everybody's having a great day today. Uh, we've got Dr. James Kneller in the green room today. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks. Stoked to be here. And we have Lisa Saval. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Mm. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're so excited. Uh, this is going to be a great show because we are all going to be learning so much about how to improve our energy and our health. And right now with COVID, I think, you know, our nutrition, our health and wellness is so important. Uh, so Dr. James, can you start out time. with why our energy is so important? Our energy is so important because this is our quality of life. Everybody wants good energy so they feel well and have the best experience possible. Uh, I think that I have great energy. You have great energy. You <laughs> she are runs star. on many Beautiful. cylinders. <laughs> I will you see me early in the morning. Yes. <laughs> No, and then she's also an insomniac. I remember from, like, you know, back when I was in high school, she would be, like, up at, like, 5 a.m., like, doing stuff. I'd be like, how are you not asleep right now? But, yeah, her energy is endless. It's impressive. So Protégé, star pupil, but you came with a great background. We had a lot to work with. That's right. That's right. So uh, let's get started here. Uh, what is the number one, if you're going to give us one, most important tip to, to help us increase our energy and our positive energy. What can we do? Wow. One tip I would, I would filter water. I would have a reverse osmosis filter to get rid of fluoride. I think we're accumulating toxins and these are going to be devastating to us now and later on in life. Wait. Uh, I would nip that in the bud right off the bat. While we were talking about her insomnia, how important is sleep? <laughs> sleep because, is so important. Yeah, because I hear like, you know, differing viewpoints on this. I hear some doctors that say, oh, like, you know, sleep is absolutely vital to live a long, healthy life. And then I've seen some, uh, some studies that say people that get less than seven hours of sleep live longer. So it's like there's kind of like different viewpoints on it a little bit. But, you know, in general, I know that, you know, more sleep is considered healthier. Oh, absolutely. And that, that deep sleep in the middle of the night, you know, between midnight and three, four o'clock in the morning is absolutely critical. That's when you want to be completely zonked out. I agree. Not everyone needs seven or eight hours, six or five can even be fine. But um, those critical hours sort of between midnight and four are really the most important. Okay. So okay, I, I hope you're listening. Okay, okay. I feel like sometimes you sleep like three or four hours. And like, okay, how so, are you so, up? So, okay, this is really funny that Chet's saying this because when he was in high, like high school and then mm -hmm. when he, he'd come home from college uh, and he was still, he, he, he lives on his own now, but when we lived together, he was partying and I would wake up because I'd hear all the kids partying and, and then he'd say, why are you awake? What do you mean? Well, it's when I was 21, was no, when I was 21, sometimes the music was pounding. No, sometimes you would come back after us. I would be asleep in bed and then you would come home with your friends like and wake me up. I'd be like, 
That's true sometimes, but most of the times you were Roll with reversal. Your yeah. In fact, one night I woke up to the house on fire, and I'm not going to tell you the details. There were some kids making out on the the sofa. Not kids. I mean, they were in their early 20s, uh, making out on the sofa. I'm not going to go there. What more was happening there? But literally, there was a fire, and the house was filled with smoke. And Chet was sound asleep. John left the ravioli on the <laughs> stove. I'll call him out if he, because he might be listening. John's been on this show before, actually. So yeah. So anyway, great trainer, but don't trust him to cook your ravioli. He will so burn I your do house love to down. Sleep. I do love to sleep. So Doc, yeah. sleep is important, sleep and is I do important. love sleep. Absolutely. So don't listen to Chet. Okay. We're out. We're out. <laughs> Caution with Chet always. So Lisa, do you have a question for the doctor? I do. So if we're to eliminate fluoride, um, what do you brush your teeth with? What do you brush your teeth with? That is important. That's so good question. fluoride in your toothpaste. Interestingly, if you read the warning label on your toothpaste, it will say, if you swallow one serving of this, you should call poison control. So Whoa. if you read your, uh-huh. say your Colgate tooth box, for example, uh-huh. toothpaste box. So it has that warning. FDA mandates that warning because we know that fluoride is a known neurotoxin. Now it turns out that probably the most important fluoride that our teeth can have is in fact topical fluoride. So the fluoride that's in your mouth while you brush your teeth is absorbed into your tooth and that's um helps you with healthy teeth and that's oh, probably okay. mar- far more important than systemic fluoride which is the fluoride we're getting for our drinking water inadvertently for example mm-hmm. so be very careful to rinse and spit and, and i didn't know Thoroughly that rinse and spit. sometimes i'm in it's such very a hurry important. so are there fluoride free uh toothpaste alternatives mm-hmm. that are good for your teeth or should we try to or like what's what would you recommend I use a fluoride-free toothpaste most of the time. But my dentist had told me I should have some fluoride exposure as well. So mm-hmm. trusting that medical professional if, opinion, rinse- I do use fluoride toothpaste at times, but I do it very carefully. Okay. Make sure you get that out of your mouth. And but if don't we rinse, are we anything. okay? I think you're okay if you rinse. Yeah, very small molecule. Rinse thoroughly, you know, gargle and spit. You're good. So if all these years, if we've been leaving a little bit of residue in our mouth, what's happening to us? So that fluoride is getting into your gut, it's getting into your bloodstream. Fluoride is incorporated into bone in our bodies, okay? So most of it goes into skeletal bone, which has limited blood supply, so we don't accumulate a lot, but it does accumulate over time, the fluoride in our bones. Also accumulates in our teeth, which helps make our teeth, like our bones, stronger. An important thing that we've been missing in this process is, the, is that fluoride will also accumulate in your pineal gland. Pineal gland. The You've pineal been talking gland, about this pineal little, little gland. tiny gland in the middle of your brain mm-hmm. controls your sleep-wake cycle, has the capacity... It controls <laughs> sleep. You might have a buildup. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah. So one more question. Do you rinse then with the filtered water or do you just use tap water? I filter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a great question. That too. is a very important question. Mm-hmm. Very important question. So I, I know you feel that water is so important with our energy. Yes. Uh, and, and specific kinds of water. Can you tell us what that would be? So very specific kinds of water. I think of four properties of water that we want to be very um, careful about. First of all, we want to ensure that our water is pure, that it doesn't have impurities. It's pure H2O water than with a few electrolytes that are important, but get all of the toxins out. And really, carbon filters are very good, but what you need as part of your filtration process is a reverse osmosis filter. That's what's going to take the fluoride and other molecules that are very, very small and toxic out of your water. So first thing is purity. Second thing to think about with your drinking water is pH, and we want very strongly alkaline water to be drinking, unless you have some strange medical condition that may prohibit that. 
pH of 8.5 to 10, for example, is great for, for water because that can transiently change your blood pH, makes it more alkaline. And if nothing else, that tends to inhibit cancer cells throughout our bodies. Cancer cells prefer a very acidic environment. And mm -hmm. if you can shock them every now and then with a more mm -hmm. alkaline environment, we could be for example, suppressing cancer growth in our bodies that we would never have known about. So I think about the alkalinity. A hot new topic that's also very important is hydrogen water. We want our water to be hydrogen, hydrogen water. water. Hi Chet, did you hear that? Hydrogen water. Hydrogen. Yeah. You want to think about the hydrogen content of your water. And there's um, electrolysis machines that can create hydrogen water. There are also tablets that you can drop into water that will then create hydrogen water. And we're learning that hydrogen being one of the very smallest molecules on our periodic table, it's like two protons, it's so tiny, and it's electrically neutral H2, it will go everywhere in your body. And what it does is it acts like a second messenger for multiple cellular systems throughout our body, meaning when they see the hydrogen, they're signaled to come to life and do other things that's important for us. Throughout your body is hydrogen. So this is um, a little bit of a fad topic right now that everyone's mm -hmm. kind of getting into hydrogen water. It's something I've discovered honestly, within the last six months, um, but I'm finding it's very important. You know, and for nothing else, studies show that if you give this to athletes, they tend to perform longer in sports and they tend to have clearer thinking while they're performing. So it's improving athletic performance and mental clarity, for example. Mm -hmm. But then if you have hydrogen water that's prepared correctly, for example, it will also alter your gut flora, bias your gut flora towards a very anaerobic flora. Your gut should be at least 95% anaerobes, even closer to 99%. And if you can achieve that, the anaerobes also produce a lot of fluoride. So you're like, mm -hmm. well, why don't we get this naturally? Well, we do when our gut flora is right, you know, which probably it did when we were indigenous people, but we've often tampered with our gut flora and lost that. And as a result, we're, we've lost the protective benefits of hydrogen. So I think about hydrogen. And as a final property of water, we have to think about the information content of water. Water can hold memory of past molecules. So where did your water come from? Well, it was flushed down someone's sink at one point. Mm -hmm. Does it remember the molecular structure of their medications? And are you being exposed to their medications even though there's no molecule of medication wow. in the water uh -huh. as you drink that? That's an example. So some studies have shown, for example, that if you have an assemb assembled DNA molecule and um, the water is exposed to the memory of that DNA, that if you then remove the DNA and put original oligonutrient molecules, the substrates of DNA into that water, that DNA will reconstruct itself in the water because of the memory that exists. So very important to think about the frequencies that our waters have been exposed to and the moods. Water should be exposed to love and peace and happiness, and then it's better for you. Or you can expose to specific frequencies that can combat specific disease processes, for example, or at the Schumann resonance frequency of 8.7 hertz that's important for our health. Mm -hmm. And you can start to take on the benefits of healthy frequencies uh, through your water. So purity, alkalinity, hydrogen, and frequency content. So how do you feel about Evian water, Voss water, Dasani water, are, are those not good? You, you recommend a different kind of water? I mean, all the, so bottled water. Some are, yes. some are very good. And I've heard some bad are, things about Dasani, actually. I've yes. heard that they put uh, like uh, sodium in it that's actually not a good electrolyte. And then I heard it's like not filtered that well, too. So Dasani is actually the one to avoid from yeah. what I've heard. I've heard that, too. I've never tested it myself. Oh, yeah, me neither. I haven't done the... 
lab tests on yeah. it. So you could put your own pH meter in it. Me you can see. <laughs> but I think basically, if you want a glass of bottled um, tap water, you can get a Dasani, for example. And some of the high, the other ones are much higher quality. So like give a us Fiji the top water five. That you yeah. think we should drink? What are the top five? Oh shoot! I think you've mentioned some of them. Uh, Voss. I know that's in a glass. Yeah, that's a nice one. I think that's alkaline. I don't know the bottled waters that well, honestly. So, so, so Fiji it, water has gotten a lot of positive press, and I think a lot of NBA players kind of as a voodoo thing um, insist on drinking Fiji water during their games because they think that's particularly uh, uniquely hydrating. So if we just have a water filtration system on our, you know, in our kitchen sink, is that water good enough? It is good enough. Just make sure it has all of the components. And okay. it gets a little bit complex. I mean, you want a two-carbon filter system. You really want that reverse osmosis system. And then if you can get one that changes alkalinity, that's icing on the cake. So These are, Those are hard for home systems, but it can be done. So as a concierge doctor, would you come and test my water? I will, I will come and test your water. Or, or, I'll, find, <laughs> or I, will find, I will find someone who really knows about water to come and test it for both of us. And then I'll tell you what we're going to do about that water. Okay, that sounds good. So tell us a little bit about your background, Doc. Uh, Dr. James Kneller, MD, sure. that loves your social media presence. Yeah. You so, have your website and all. Tell us about you. Okay. So here in Phoenix, I'm a cardiologist, electrophysiologist. I am practicing with the Heart and Vascular Center of Arizona. We have downtown office right next to Banner University and in the West End at Banner Estrella Hospital on that hospital complex. We're seeing patients in both locations. And then we hold faculty titles at University of Arizona and practice at Banner University Medical Center as well. So that is my official role. I'm a heart rhythm specialist. This is what I'm passionate about in the real world. And I treat cardiology patients, broad spectrum of cardiology patients. But really, my sweet spot is, um, is the heart rhythm issues. So we are accepting new people here in Phoenix this early. If you would like to schedule with us, 602-307-0070. Call our office. Ask for Dr. Kneller. We will get you in. Tell them I said so on inthegreenroom.green. <laughs> and also, we will make room. Tell them about how you're doing a private concierge. And, and you're having a doctoring uh, for private. Yes. You know, people that don't want to go into the office. So one of the frustrations that patients have and that we have as doctors is that we have to move people so quickly mm -hmm. and medical problems are complex people need more time they deserve more time this is the way medicine used to be practiced but we have to move um, people very rapidly and that can become a source of frustration for everybody and then the other thing that we deal with are levels of motivation not every patient who comes to me wants the full meal deal they don't want to be completely healthy. They just manage my cardiology issue. Thank you very much. And I'm not interested in other <laughs> things, you know, but for those of us who specialize in health and in the human body, we would like to have those individuals that we really lead to complete health. You know, we'll, we'll solve your cardiology issues, but we'll also help you attain um, peak, peak performance and maximal health. And it's nice to work with those highly motivated individuals and, in those circumstances, we do offer, I do offer private consulting concierge services okay, that's to help people work through the process of um, transforming their health regimen. So you'll go over their medical records and maybe oversee what the other doctors are doing and kind of give them advice? Is that That's the role we like to nutrition. be in. Look over things, make sure we agree, things aren't being overlooked, mm -hmm. and um, then without infringing on anyone else's doctor-patient relationship, because we respect those, then we work on other aspects of, of health. Do and you do house calls? We would be willing to do house calls. 
See, isn't that great? Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're not feeling good, you don't really want to get in your car and go get exposed to all these other germs. So Mm -hmm. Dr. Kneller will come to your house and take care of you and test your waters. Test your water. (laughs) Uh, Chet? Uh, Well, I had a question because you said your specialty is like related to heart rhythms. And uh, I love like pre-workouts and energy drinks for before I work out. But they definitely have a crazy effect on heart rate and like vascularity, like it makes my veins like pop out, but it, they have crazy results though. Like I put on like a few inches onto my arms once in like a month because I was like, you know, regularly drinking these energy drinks. They're called C4s. They have like um, beta alanine and like a few of those uh, vaso uh, dilators. So they really make your uh, veins expand Yeah, and they have a lot of caffeine. Yes. But so yeah, how bad are they? Cause they're fun for working out and like, I'll be like in the gym for two hours. And normally I usually would only work out for like one hour. So is there enough added benefit from working out that much more or is it bad for your heart rhythm? I don't know. It's a kind of a multifaceted question, but uh, I feel like it definitely affects your heart's rhythm. Oh, absolutely. The energy drink. So I, professionally, I should discourage anyone from using too much energy drink. because because I don't think he should drink it. We see, we, see the, we see the problem cases where people come in and their heart's crazy out of control or their blood pressure's through the roof, and that is not healthy, regardless of how it's benefiting your, <clears throat> your workouts. But for you, say, who's young and healthy and you're already an athlete, I think, have, I think having a little bit to sort of get that edge and go the extra distance in a hard workout is probably acceptable. Just probably don't make it a regular thing. Then. Yeah, and don't be pounding them down and okay, intervals yeah. in between. You know, yeah. don't, don't be using them when you're not having that, that workout for sure. All right, cool. Good to know. And then what about other types of caffeine? Because I know I have some uh, friends and family members that are like straight up coffee addicts. And, you know, they Who need- is that? Uh, well, Rachel, for one. Oh, yeah. She drinks oh, a lot yeah. of coffee. She needs like a double espresso every day. No, no, no. Rachel. No, yeah. She'll be like, I'll be like, let's go get some water. And she's like, coffee first. I'm like, no. She, Priorities. She, she does drink a lot but, of coffee. Uh, yeah. So yeah. what about other forms of caffeine? Do they affect yeah. your heart rhythm on a regular rate? Or are everyday coffee drinkers, like, do they have nothing to worry about in that department? Yeah, I think coffee is a, a topic you have to be a little bit careful about, and the data is mixed, and I think that's because high-quality coffees and low-quality coffees have been, have been studied. The cardiology literature, as I understand it, is a little bit biased towards coffee intake right now, probably not in excess, but maybe two, three cups a day is probably a good amount. And if you choose a really high-quality coffee, that coffee bean does provide a lot of antioxidants, which are typically beneficial for your cardiovascular system. Again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't raise yourself up high on caffeine and pound it out all day because then you start to you know, lose heart rate variability and um, probably run your blood pressure a little bit high. But perks during the day, the cardiology literature, as I understand it, is receptive to this. And we're noting the, the strong antioxidant properties of very good coffee beans. Mm-hmm. Other ones can have mold so and they start to get toxins. You have to be careful mm-hmm. you're drinking cheap coffee. So it's basically good in tandem if you already have a healthy lifestyle going. Yeah, let's put it that way. Yeah, okay. How about teas? Yes, teas. Um, I think um, we have to be careful with teas, how they're grown, because I think some of them can incorporate heavy metals and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Certainly a high-quality green tea is really favorable for the cardiovascular system. A green tea? Yeah. I love green tea. I do too. 
Okay, good. We yeah. can have that. Mm -hmm. Be a little careful with your black teas. You've got to be really careful about um, where they're coming from. So I think every tea bag on the supermarket shelf is not equivalent. And some of them that are grown cheaply probably may be introducing toxins that you don't uh, want to be exposed to. Okay. But a good quality green tea, I think the cardiovascular benefits are, um, are absolutely there. Great question. Mm -hmm. What about organic versus non-organic? Because, you know, some people say, oh, it's kind of a fad. Uh, how do you feel about as eating organic foods. Yeah, organic. I mean, it's, it's, it's smart to eat organic. And, and there's lists of foods that you really must eat organic, like strawberries, for example, because the level of, you know, they're exposed to 15 pesticides to grow them completely if it's not organic. And those pesticides, it's not like it's sitting on the surface of the, of the strawberry and you can just wash it off and it's not there. It gets incorporated into the, into the substance of the fruit. So wash it as all you like. You're going to be ingesting toxins with those um, Fruits and vegetables. There's the dirty dozen. They're in the dirty dozen. So that's one that you really want to focus on, organic. And there's a few things that, to grow them, they really don't require many um, pesticides. So that one, you may not need to buy organic. I don't know that list off the top of my head. The smart, the, the easy thing to do is, is to be consistently organic. Okay, so red yeah. meat. You're a heart doctor. How often uh, should we be eating red meat versus not? Should we be pescatarian, eating more fish, Mediterranean style? What diet do you want us to be on? Good question. So, I mean, well, that was really good. So I, I, th I think of red meat as, 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 as a treat if you have a taste for it. Fish is Chet, better. Again, you Chet. want to... Well, have you heard about the carnivore diet fat? Um, yes. Yeah, so there's like there's some amazing examples of success. Yeah, there are like some rare cases, but from what I've heard, the doctors that have, like I've heard comments on it say they think those people are basically like a genetic anomaly where their digestive system is totally geared towards meat. And that's not an approach that would work for most people. For those who don't know, carnivore diet are people that were, it's a diet where people are just only eating uh, animal proteins, mostly red meat and eggs and chicken. Like we're like the main food groups. But um, there were some people that were like literally just shedding fat and, were in the best shape of their lives, went and got their blood tested, had normal cholesterol levels, like I think a little bit higher levels of fat than normal. But like mm -hmm. I heard of several cases where the people didn't have elevated cholesterol, which was basically like almost disproving all the like rumors about meat and red meat in general. But um, what do you think about there's that? There's not doc? enough research in on it for it to be proven or not, but like it's just an interesting I perspective think that some people have. I think it's a hoax. It's fake news. Fake news, as Trump would say. If you want to slim down, uh -oh, erase that. <laughs> you can eat only red meat and you kind of put your body into a state of ketosis and you will burn everything else in your, you'll burn all your fat stores and you will mm -hmm. look nice and chiseled and lean and mean. And in that state of ketosis, you can have extreme mental clarity. It's almost like you're fasting in the desert or something. Mm -hmm. And those people can feel really great and be very high performing as a result. And it, you know, when someone's having that kind of success, it's hard to argue against them, honestly. Um, like I say to marathon runners who show up in my office in their 70s and 80s, you know, what was your goal in training? Did you want to be the best athlete you could be at that time? And clearly you were. Or were you going for longevity? Or when people start talking about training for marathons, you know, do you want your knees to still be working well for you at 7 and 80? Then maybe you should think about not running a marathon. But if your goal is to be in the best shape possible right now, you know, go ahead and train for your marathon, you know, but just think about these things down the road. And so I would you know, suggest moderation in that regard. For people only eating the animal products, you've got to, you'd have to really insist on quality. You'd have to really insist on how you're cooking the meat because if, you're, if it's getting charred or burnt, for example, we know that these are carcinogens. You're taking cancer-causing mm -hmm. molecules into your body. 
and that's dangerous. So you'd have to be fastidious about the meat selection and the way you prepare it, mm -hmm. for sure. I would be worried that over time you wouldn't have all the micronutrients that you need, the fiber that you need, the things that your gut is going to be looking for um, in the long run. Maybe you're going to be predisposed to cancers way down the road. That you I know think that part of the diet they were taking um, like a few like supplements that were giving them vitamins and I think like chlorophyll, like some stuff they would normally be getting from vegetables and fruits. Yeah. Um, to supplement some of that. But uh, yeah, I, I haven't tried it personally, but my diet regularly is basically a lot of healthy meats and then fruits and vegetables. That's kind of just what I do. And then I eat a lot of desserts too. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not perfect. So what, what's up? And I what's drink up? a lot of tequila. But um, <laughs> He does love tequila. And that's supposed to help. Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Again. That's so, my secret, so, honestly. Yeah. So Chet, have you heard of those blue zones where the in Doc uh, where people are living over a hundred years yeah. old. So Okinawa, well. Okinawa so Japan eating? is like the number one place where people live the longest. I think they have the most hundred or centurions people yes. over a hundred. Yes. So, so what's eat, in common? They eat like Mediterranean style. They're eat right. They're eating Mediterranean style. They're not exposed to toxins. Mm -hmm. They are exercising throughout their lives. Kind of this low grade, constant physical activity. Like a, a Japanese person. I mean, I read the book. It's been a while. It's a great book in the in the blue zones with uh, I think Bruce Butler. We could that? do a whole show about that. Right. So I think the Okanagans, for example, they don't have furniture, so they sit on the floor. That means if you're 80 and 90, several times a day, you're getting up and down off the floor. You know. And if you continue to do that and you maintain yourself and your ability to do that, you are going to maintain a certain amount of core strength and fitness going into old age, where the rest of us crashing on the couch aren't going to be doing that naturally <laughs> as part of our daily routine. It's right? so accurate that a lot of it is cultural because yes. here there's so many people that are 45 or 50 that couldn't get up properly with that kind of core strength off the ground. Like, right. I, you see it every day inside of Walmart or wherever you are. But We have to practice this at right. the end. We I, I need know. to get more fit as a culture <laughs> and start... Week. Like rewarding fitness and I, I don't know, people should be rewarded for being fit. I think that needs to come back. Yeah. Okay. So, so doc, uh, toxins, you know, toxins that we have like, uh, in our hair products or our paint, uh, how does that affect our health? Uh, and then Lisa here sells uh, toxic free paint at her store. I'm going to plug her store. What is your store called? Savelle. Savelle. And we're right in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale. We're right next to Grimaldi's. If you want pizza, just come in to our store. <laughs> but we have Jolie Paint, which is no VOCs. Um, it's a uh, mineral-based paint, and it's water-based. And so you can use it everywhere. You can use it on floors. It sticks to everything, and you don't have to primer sand. It is awesome. It's a decorative paint. And beautiful colors. Absolutely. Yeah. So how do you feel about that, Doc? Do you think that's important? I think that's very important. Absolutely important. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are, we are bombarded by chemicals and industrial pollutants that are all around us, and it is our job to try to escape from these things, whether they're in our water. And think of your um, or in paint that we're touching, um, fabric that we're wearing that mm -hmm. have these PF. PFOAs or PFAS chemicals, these forever chemicals that are fluoride-laden and highly toxic. I mean, this was the subject of the movie Dark Waters, mm -hmm. and it's been proven that 99% plus of Americans have PFAS in their blood, and it ain't going nowhere, and our water tables are contaminated. We have to think about this and be very vigilant about um, toxins for sure. And our cleansers, shouldn't we be cleaning with like vinegar instead of uh, 409? For like fruits and vegetables? Well, well when, when you're cleaning your house. Oh, yeah. Natural cleaners for sure. Biodegradable, yeah. natural things like vinegar, I completely agree with, rather than just adding chemicals to chemicals in the name of 
of cleanliness. Think of your skin as a porous sponge that absorbs everything rather than an impermeable barrier. You know, we think that because water rolls off our skin, everything rolls off our skin. No, stuff in water, stuff in creams, it's all going right into our skin, right into our bloodstreams. It's, you're a porous sponge. Keep that mental model in mind. So, you know, even if you're drinking all that wonderful water, do you have a whole house filter for your shower water or at least a little shower filter mounted on your shower head to remove the chlorines and chloramines as you take your hot shower, they evaporate, you breathe them in, toxic to your lungs. People develop pulmonary fibrosis by taking hot showers, for example. Really? In our world. It, it contributes. It's contribu- Obviously not everybody, but these disease conditions happen. Chet, do you have a water filter on your shower? No. At your place? Apparently I need one. But, uh, oh, we'll have to get uh, the silky smooth. What's the water? Stroman, Stroman water. waters. Stroman yeah, you waters. need to work on that. Silky no. smooth might be waters. <laughs> you might have a buildup of fluoride in your pineal. 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 But uh, anyways, we're talking about toxins. And almost every day for the weather in Phoenix uh, and you know most other cities in the United States now, it says horrific air quality like you know basically don't go outside and obviously that's not an option and none of us <laughs> want to wear like a bubble boy suit so i don't know what are we supposed to do move into the woods like that's a good question because there's hazardous air quality warnings on the daily now and everybody just gets used to it we're just like oh who cares but uh no that's a good point i see it all the time and um this Today's is f- not nearly the worst place we've been that's a subject that's being um studied by um Folks I studied cardiology with in New York, uh, New York University, for example, they're studying the effects of microparticles and pollution on cardiovascular disease, and these things are being quantified, and they can do it in a city like New York, which has intense levels of pollution at times. But Phoenix is, of course, the same issue, and we need to insist on public policy that helps control emissions. Ultimately, Mm -hmm. that's what we got to do, because it gets locked in between the mountains and in, in thermal inversions in the air, and... You know, this is the air we're breathing, and it's not easy on us. So what we can do while we petition the politicians and, you know. Vote for people that believe in climate change. Don't how about, vote how about for people, people like, who believe in climate change and climate integrity. Dr. You know? James for uh, mayor. Let's go. Yeah, sure. And I'll like, be mayor. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not corrupt no, It's a big enough. deal. So then you need in to the be meantime. corrupt first. We need to get you, like, you know, shady, and then you could run for office. Then you can run for office. <laughs> Come on. That was really good. So okay, antioxidants. So, we need antioxidants. So I know it's really important. Uh, we, we, we discussed this driving here to have uh, meditation and music and just positive energy for our health. Uh, I want to talk about that. But first, that's, that's I'd like to cut to a song. Topic. Yes. So we're going to talk about that as soon as we have a song. I'm going to uh, mm-hmm. leave my spot and give my seat up to uh, our wonderful musician, Isaiah Tilson. Here he oh. is. Isaiah is in the house. One of our most talented musicians we've ever had in here. How you doing, Isaiah? Very, very good. How about yourself? Thriving. Any new music that you've written in the past few weeks? Or? Um, quite a bit, honestly. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. I have a couple things in the works going to be released very soon, so Ooh. please stay tuned. Oh, plug your uh, you know, Instagram and Spotify and SoundCloud, all that for all the listeners. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you go to IsaiahTilson.com, you can literally just find everything. So. Sweet. Simple and easy, IsaiahTilson.com. Uh, we're going to be doing this song called Fly Me to the Moon. Uh, it is a cover, but I do have the license um, to be able to perform it. That's one of my favorite right. songs. Too. Thank you. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. 
I'll be releasing this rendition uh, next week on the 16th. This is it. Fly me to the moon. Let me play amongst the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Oh, fill my heart with song. Let me sing for evermore. Oh, you are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Fill my heart with song. Let me sing for evermore. Oh, you are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. In other words, please be true. In other words, I. I love you. I love you and you and you and you and you and you and everybody in this room. I love you. I love you too, Isaiah. It's official. And your voice. Thank you. Um, yeah, anybody that is just hearing Isaiah for the first time, you should go stream his single Candy Coated. It's amazing. And you produced that beat Actually, on it too. Unfortunately been taken down. No by myself. By oh. myself. Um it's gonna be re released oh, okay. uh, eventually this right. upcoming year. So um, there's something exciting to look forward to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sweet. I'm bummed that that got taken down though. Damn. Yeah. Just a creative flow you wanted to take in a different direction? Definitely. That's cool. That's cool. Definitely. Can't wait to hear it. Thank you. Um, so yeah, do you wanna or what other song are you gonna play for us today? Uh, this next one is an original. It's called "The Simple Things," uh, and it's uh, kind of around that that vibe for sure for Candy Coated. Oh, uh, awesome! So it's very chill and nice. I hope you enjoy. Candy Coated's definitely a little sexual too, though. A little some uh, sexual yeah. <laughs> tension in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a good way. Wherever you want to take it. <laughs> it's funny too. <laughs> True. All right, the simple things. Forever 
to remember I'll never grow tired of being with you I hold a strong connection to any time spent and all that we do Simple things just so us supreme Never grow tired of being with you All this strong connection to Any time spent and all that we do Simple things just so us supreme Slow the road into your eyes All I behold Doors to unknown Crossing the past, melding of souls Course of the free, basic instinct Effortless beauty as you fallen for me I've fallen for you there truly when you love me So tender Let go Surrender My feelings rise From center Forever To remember Never grow tired of being with you I hold a strong connection to Anytime spent and all that we do Simple things just so us approve I'll never grow tired of being with you Hold a strong connection to Anytime spent and all that we do Simple things just so us approve Simple things just so us approve Now let's take a trip Kissing on lips Work down the hill I show you a trick Tighten your grip Drip Deep dive Where do you wanna ride? Never deprive You steal my breath Yet keep me alive When you love me So tender Let go Surrender Feelings rise From center Forever To remember I'll Never grow tired of being with you Hold a strong connection to Anytime spent And all that we do Simple things just so us approve I'll never grow tired of being with you Hold a strong connection to Anytime spent and all that we do, simple things is so us approved. Simple things is so us Smooth and relaxing and groovy at the same time. I love it. Thank you. And your vocals complement the beat so well. Did you produce that one too? I did produce Wow. That one. So do you uh, record your own samples like that you play or do you uh, find samples and then uh, write the song with them? How do you do it? So it really depends what I'm trying to go for. Um, sometimes if I have a melody in my head, then I'll play it myself on guitar or piano. Um, but also there's this free website that I know of called Looperman. Um, where I can find little samples, like somebody has like some interesting synth pad or something, um, and you know you never know what you can find and just oh, yeah. put together. So. Awesome! Well, I love your creativity. I love Thank your songwriting you. ability. 
like amazing yeah we're lucky we still have you in here and you're not like you know on mtv right now or something give it a year but uh yeah thanks for coming in you killed it and Thank you. i'd love for you to sing another one i don't know is he gonna sing another one now or at the end at the end, at the end we'll do one more um, we'll end with a bang i guess real quick i want to plug i oh, do have plug everything you need to plug to go for it shameless those are really cool. Just got these made, and I'm almost sold out. So, are Get there on any it. at the teen center? Huh? Are there any at the teen center? There have been a few people who have bought some. All at the right. Teen center, yes. Okay. Oh yeah, and then can you tell our listeners? Tell us about the teen center. Oh, Alice oh. Cooper Solid Rock. Teen Get me center. to it. Um, wonderful place. Actually, that's where I kind of started. Huh? Oh, yeah. That's uh, kind of where it up, Isaiah. I started. <laughs> yes. Uh, really going down my musical path and um, really having positive influences there um, to help guide me. Um, very, very thankful um, uh, to even Lisa's son, Mark, has been such a, a big brother to me. Um, very blessed uh, to have been a part of it and still be a part of it to this day. So Alice Cooper, Solid Rock, Teen Son, yes. So could you tell us like how it got started? So my husband and Alice are friends, and um, this is such an awesome story. So um, he, they were in Bible study together and stuff, and um, Chuck actually had a dream, and he said, I think we're friends for a reason. And um, so it, just his connection with celebrities and stuff like that, and they knew they wanted to help teens and everything, and so they said, we need to build teen centers to help kids, you know, because schools were cutting out all the extra programs, art and music and all that. And so they wanted a safe place for kids to go to be able to learn, take dance, music, art. It has all that. And it really um, is amazing to it, think how many different kids it has inspired. And, you know, it has definitely know, whether they're, you know, a world-class talent like Isaiah, or they just picked up some type of instrument or something as a hobby, it can be such a good influence on someone's life. You yeah, know? so That's they've amazing. always done uh, proof is in the pudding. And so we've had a few people come through that. Isaiah's been a runner-up in that. And we've had, oh, Jordan Sparks and uh, tell me. Summer Welsh yes. won it one year. And Summer she Welsh. sings in here all the time. Yeah. She's insanely talented. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. it, it's been really great. A lot of talented kids have come through and, and come in and help and teach and do workshops and all. So it, it is really awesome. Well, that's what this show is all about, uh, you know, talking about good cause. And mm -hmm. that's a great one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, thanks for everything you've done for the Teen Rock Center. Oh, thank you. So I'm still there every week and I teach art and piano lessons. And so anyway. Oh, you still got it then. No, I don't, no, <laughs> I don't know about that. But anyway. <laughs> It is a very fun place to be. Sweet. Well, Isaiah, what year did you start, uh, you know, playing music at the Alice Cooper's Teen Center? Roughly when I was about 18. Oh, um, okay. I started getting into music when I was 17, um, but I found the Rock Teen Center just searching online for a teen center in the area. But you said that music kind of saved you, like you were at a dark point at that point in your life, right? Yeah. Um, when I was 17, I, I was just going down a very uh, destructive path uh, up until that point, and um, home life wasn't so great either. But um, yeah, really music just saved me, and God really saved me. Um, but that was definitely a gift and a blessing that I've been able to help others, help um, myself, 
Talk louder, yes. Thank you, Kinga. <laughs> um, yeah, I got that. Chill. Chill voice. Um, yeah, just being able to find the teen center, just online, trying to find any way that I could connect with anybody, um, has really led me to an amazing point um, of where I am today. So, Wow. So we've got proof right in the studio right now, all the great things that uh, Alice Cooper's teen center Amen. has done. Um, are they still open right now amid COVID or? Yeah. Okay. So if there's anybody listening right now who's under 18 or what's the maximum age? So it's uh, 12 to 20, 12 the, to 20. Is, is the age group. And uh, they were shut down for a little bit, but you know, they take temperatures before you mm -hmm. get in, you have to come in with a mask. Oh and yeah. All, all the precautions, you know, all the yeah. precautions and everything, but absolutely come get a tour and you can see what's available there. All the different um, things that you can do. I also teach vocal lessons there. Yes. So anybody. I Book know. him. Yes. Book him. Voice of an angel. <laughs> All right, well, let's get back to talking to Dr. James Kneller until, wow, we've only got like Thank 10 or 15 you. minutes left. Thank you. We were serenaded for so long. Uh, time for one more song. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so let's jump back in talking about the PFOAs a little bit, because a lot of people don't even know about those. Like, and the fact that they're in basically all tap water that would come out of any faucet, like, I have a lot of friends that still just say, oh, it's fine. Just drink the tap water out of the faucet. It's like, no, you need to do the research. There's dangerous chemicals in basically all water in the U.S. Is that not true? That is a concern. Some places, um, obviously, more worse than others. And But this PFAS, PFOAs, is um, very interesting and very concerning what's happened to us. Um, and that's the topic of the movie Dark Waters, starring Mark Ruffalo and his wife was Anne Hathaway on the on the movie. And they were um, they were retelling the story of a Cincinnati-based attorney who gets roped into representing a farmer from Parkersville, West Virginia, who his cattle are dying, hundreds of cattle are dying. He's burying them all over his property. Um, people in town are having tumors, having tooth decay, you know, black teeth, things of this nature. Um, Babies are being born with a variety of birth deformities, which are now very characteristic for this. And so this um, attorney, Robert Bellot, he pursues it, pursues it, pursues it, pursues it. And he is finally able to pr prove that this is a direct consequence of PFAS, PFOAs, which are perfluorooctanoic acid or perfluoroalkylating substances, which are chemically produced by DuPont Chemical. They've, they're in our water system. They're in Teflon and different fabric products like Gore-Tex, things of this nature, and um, are highly neurotoxic. It's an eight carbon molecule structure that has 15 fluoride atoms attached to it. So these are heavily fluoride-dense particles known as forever chemicals, which are industrially produced. They're never going to break down. They'll be with us forever. They're in our water table nationally, some places more than others, um, where the chemicals are produced, interestingly, um, I was just, I was visiting North Carolina recently, speaking to a real estate agent, and she was having government-issued water delivered to her house, very nice house, beautiful neighborhood, and the issue was that a DuPont chemical plant up the, up the stream from her was inadvertently releasing too many PFOAs, and it was over standard, so the government was providing water for her. I read an article that the settlement for that case should have technically paid out to every American, because everybody has been harmed by their chemicals that are in you know the whole entire country's water supply at this point yes. so it's 
actually frustrating that we all didn't get a check in that one because they've got the money to give it to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that lawsuit was still outstanding. That is an important point because this has been proven to be in the blood of 99% of Americans. Well, on a positive note, we were going to come back and talk about how your positive energy has an effect on your health. Could we talk about that, Doc? Yes, positive energy. This is positive emotions. First of all, appreciating the role of emotional content to your health, the actual emotions that you experience, the feelings that you have, and how that impacts on your health. Hot, hot topic, recent, very interesting research on this. I owe my knowledge to Dr. Bruce Lipton, molecular researcher who really discovered many of these things. <clears throat> um, but it, in essence, in essence, if I can, if I can try to state it simply, what how a cell behaves and what it becomes and what it produces is a function of the chemical environment that it finds itself in. So change the culture media of the cell and how that cell behaves, what genes it chooses, it selects to reproduce are completely different. So all of our cells are going to reflect the media that they're exposed to. So what media for growth are they exposed to? Well, it's our blood and and the nutrition that we eat, Um, but that is infused with a chemical milieu, which is the total, um, total blend of hormones that our body is producing. So there could be dopamine affecting us or there could be adrenaline. Right, adrenaline or cortisol, negative stress hormones, deleterious to cells, disease producing, or you can have the dopamines, the serotonins, the vasopressins, things, very positive hormones, um, influencing your cells and helping them choose what uh, gene products they produce. And that's why something like love, music, meditation, hiking is so important. Yeah, so important to feel these things and allow yourself to feel, and allow yourself to feel um, very positive and happy. And absolutely, because we can't do that all the time, we're not Pollyanna, catch yourself when you don't feel positive. When you are feeling negative, say, there it is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch that, wall that off, I can deal with whatever's making me feel negative while I'm feeling positive. So I'm not gonna allow those negative emotions to resonate inside of me and alter my blood chemistry in a way that is toxic to my body and toxic to my gene expression. All the cells of our body completely turn over every seven years, and most of them much faster than that. And as they issue the new versions of themselves, they're expressing the genes that they were previously programmed to do. So what we are telling ourselves to produce is a constant process of personal evolution, physically in who you are becoming day by day, year by year. Very important to really try to maintain that positive emotional environment within your spirit, within your body, so that your cells are behaving in a way that's most congruent and life-producing. And 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 I feel like a lot of people are not, they don't have enough gratitude in their day-to-day life, and that's one of the main reasons why they're really stressed out or unhappy, and it's because they're always seeing people that have a better situation on their social media, on their phone, rather than using their phone to like look at how a lot of people don't have that kind of a perspective. And a lot of people don't have the, you know, income to have a smartphone. If you are, if you have a smartphone, you're in probably in the like top like 20 percentile of wealth. Well, that's why I feel so like, good because this show is so positive. People, point. well, yeah, all these, but, I always see people tweeting, uh, eat the rich from my smartphone. Like, yes. oh, you tweeted that from your iPhone. You are one of the rich. Don't you understand that? <laughs> well, you're so, in the top so, 20 percentile. Right. Can got I say an that iPhone. we're here saving the planet? One show at a time, time. which is so positive. And and I feel good. This makes me feel good because I get to meet 
we get to meet all these wonderful people that are doing good for others, like Lisa Savelle. I mean, what you've started with those the Teen Center is so incredible. And all that music, it heals the soul, makes you feel good. So, Doc, are we on the right page here? We are on the right page. With what we're doing, and you're now part of the show. And we're so lucky to have you. Uh, we are going to close out with a song. but So give us two last tips. I'm going to give my chair up to Isaiah Tilson, one more song. Uh, we only have a few more minutes. So give us two more last tips that you can say, like, do we need to drink wine? I think we have to drink wine. That's your tip, I guess. My tip is uh, have gratitude. Appreciate what you have. Yeah. I'll echo that. We want, to, we want to come to a point of gratitude. Find gratitude. And if you slow down and meditate long enough, you'll come to a point of gratitude. And I'll say, bring your meditation to the experience of I am. You want to just slow your thoughts down till you truly experience yourself in the present moment as fully as possible. And as unprofound as that is, I mean, I'm sitting here, you know, I got a little bit of BO, my foot itches. If I can experience myself as fully as possible in the present moment, find my I am from that position first, you can then launch to feelings of um, gratitude and feelings that will um, create the future that you want for yourself. I love it. Take it away, Isaiah. Oh, just like that. All right. All right. Uh, this last song is another original, and it's called Glory Road. Um, and it's actually kind of a little uh, mini synopsis of my story. So, hope you enjoy. Glory Road. Walking the long road to find a place to call home. Meeting travelers as I go, I don't want to do this alone. Destination in hindsight, days are mixing with the nights. I don't want to go blind, forgetting days from city lights. So don't you want to be known? They say follow that yellow brick road, but down that road, so damn cold, Lord, got me down your glory road. Got me down your glory road. Got me down your glory road, Lord. Got me down your glory road. Got me down. Glory road. Glory road. Glory road. Hitchhiker's Guide, Born Sinner Ways, Thumbs Up To Everything I Crave, Crossroads, Choices Foretold, The Heart Wants What It Wants, That's Brave and the Bold, So Don't You Wanna Be Known, They Say Follow That Yellow Brick Road, But Down That Road, so damn cold, Lord, got me down your glory road. Got me down your glory road. Got me down 
Your glory roll, Lord, got me down. Your glory roll, got me down. Your glory roll. Thank you for listening to In the Green Room. Join us here live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. or anytime on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com.